If you watched TV about 10, 15 years ago, it wouldn't have taken you long to come across one of these. Get Sweetie and Fluffy and more fantastic downloads in the Jamster Club. Text Bird17 for the animated screensavers. Seriously though, what were we doing? These companies were charging us like a fiver a week for five ringtones. Who changed their ringtone that often? Who even wanted this to play every time you got a call from your mum? I mean, this one's actually just hurting my ears. This is terrible. Do send a text message with Bear up to 655.55 or visit jamster.ca and subscribe to get three Jamster products for only six Canadian dollars a month. To opt out, text STOP to 655.55. Early 2000s Jamster users, I think we need to talk. Ringtones were the original mobile gold rush. Before there were app stores and easy mobile downloads, the only way to get something new onto your phone was to text a dodgy looking number and sign yourself up for spam messages for life. And it wasn't just ringtones. Want a fuel gauge on your phone to tell you when your battery's about to run out? That'll be five pounds, please. Want to know how compatible you are with your crush based on some random naming system? Text this number and find out. I'm Jack Dearlove, and this week on Anecdote, meet the man responsible for starting all of that off. Ansi Van Yoki worked for Nokia for 20 years. By the time he left, he was executive vice president for mobile phones. But in the mid-90s, he was senior vice president for cell phone marketing. And he's the man responsible for this. Three seconds of audio that basically everybody's heard at some point in their life find out why it became a thing, how it's tracked the rise and fall of one of the biggest mobile companies in the world, and what ringtone ANSI has now. Oh, and a quick word of warning. This week's episode contains a single use of the crazy frog. If that offends you, you might want to give it a miss. Hi, Jack. I'm doing fine. No problem at all. It's one of my favorite topics. Ansi left Nokia in 2010, but he still remembers the whole ringtone thing pretty fondly. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, now it's gone. In 1994, when we introduced the Nokia 2110, the guys had put in a ringer that was kind of uh, able to do different sounds. In the early 90s, phones were made out of plastic rather than glass. The Nokia 2110 had a little aerial sticking out the top that you could pull to extend. I still don't really know if that ever made much of a difference to your call quality, but it certainly looked cool back then. There was one guy who kind of showed that uh, actually uh, there was a small program by which you could compose pieces of, of, of music. And at the same time, we were doing the first ever TV ads for Nokia phones, and we had made the choice uh, 
to uh, put this Tarregas classical guitar piece, Grand Vals, as uh, the background sound or background music for those commercials. That's the thing that you may not realise. Unlike some other famous little sounds we might feature in this series, that ringtone we all had all those years ago wasn't some new piece of music composed only for your phone. It was based on this bit of classical guitar music created in 1902. Recognise it? And it only ended up becoming so popular because it happened to be used in an advert a couple of years before. Nokia. It remembers because it's humid to forget. You can watch that advert in full, if you want to, at anecdote.fm. And I just said to this guy who, who introduced this uh, small little tool uh, for product development, I said that, you know, could you actually compose uh, a piece of Tarega's crown walls on that? I said, well, I don't know, but I will try. And two hours later, he came with the solution and... Uh, and that is actually uh, some notes and a piece of Tarrega's crown vows from the original Nokia commercials that then became this famous sound. As well as being made of plastic, mobile phones back then were also really expensive for what they were. I remember my mum getting basically the first mobile phone I'd ever seen as a birthday present one year and basically never being able to use it because of how much it cost to make a call. The other thing about early mobile phones is that they were just that, a phone, in every sense of the word. Phones were ringing like the landline phones were ringing, just in the same way. So introducing kind of uh, the possibility to select a couple of sounds, uh, which we did at the same time, uh, you know, this was something completely new and novel uh, for mobile phones at that time. No, the whole point was that, you know, we wanted to make something, you know, which was recognizable as part of the commercial. And which, you know, then over longer period of time would kind of symbolize and make a sound uh, world uh, around the Nokia brand. So there was that purpose right from the beginning, you know, to make a very differentiated sound to all the other phones and then repeat this over years and years and years to get to the point where people actually would recognize the brand with the sound and vice versa. And that's exactly what happened. The ringtone hasn't really changed that much over the years. Except for when an official dubstep version was included with phones in 2012. (laughs) 
Weirdly, this isn't the worst ringtone I've had to listen to while creating this week's episode. That comes next. Then when we introduced the what we called the Nokia 21 then I version, that then had uh, had this kind of funny tones uh, in there. And there was at the same time uh, a discovery using uh, short messaging technology, which, which was pioneered by Nokia first time, that we could actually send through the text message channel uh, a short uh, code that actually we could then manipulate the ringer. And in this way, the whole business of, of ringing tones got started. ANSI indirectly helped to create a monster. Are you saying that kind of somewhat the crazy frog is actually your fault? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop it. I'm sorry. It's just too terrible. It was absolutely huge though. I'm just looking at it now. This video has over 80 million views on YouTube. That's absolutely unbelievable. The series of innovations and this kind of marketing tools that we had resulted into kind of uh, changing the nature of the mobile phones that the, the sounds became funny piece and kind of personal identification uh, things, you know, people were kind of competing who had the funniest, uh, weirdest sound. Regardless of how annoying it is, the technology behind the Crazy Frog helped Nokia to become huge. When we understood that, uh, that, you know, we have a chance to become the world leader in this business, you know, and uh, then, of course, you know, all of these elements became extremely important and well-managed because, uh, you know, they were part of the brand identity for uh, the volume of phones that we were selling, you know, more than 400 million pieces a year. Having been, you know, and still to a degree, I am a frequent traveler, you know, every week somewhere, it was always such a funny and pleasing moment when Nokia was having, you know, 40% of the market and everybody was having our ringing tone and the plane landed and people uh, stepped up in their seats and everybody turned on their phone and you just hear the ringing go like a cacophony. <laughs> and what ringtone does ANSI have now? Because I'm chairman of the Vertu Corporation right now, I have a Vertu phone and I am, of course, having the specific uh, Vertu sound, which is, uh, which is performed uh, by the London Symphony Orchestra. We've come a long way since 1994. I've put loads of old Nokia ads and old ringtone adverts on this episode's page at anecdote.fm if you fancy a bit of a trip down memory lane. I'd like to thank Hansi for his time, Pottington Bear for his music, and the literally hundreds of you who've downloaded this little podcast over the past couple of weeks. It's already way bigger than I thought it could ever be, to be honest. 
if you've liked what you've heard, tell a friend. And maybe leave a review on iTunes. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another story you probably haven't heard before. Thank you.